One thing I enjoy about my job is I get to have some interesting conversations with people from our own backyard and a little bit beyond. And this morning is no exception to that rule. Joining me on the line, I'm very excited about this, uh, Great Big C co-founder Sean McCann is joining me on the line. We're going to chat about his upcoming show coming to the Canvas Brewery in Huntsville. It's taking place on March the 16th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are available at www.huntsvillefestival.ca. This is going to be a great evening as the Shantyman sings for the Saint, a celebration of Irish music with Sean McCann of Great Big C. As you know, he is the co-founder of the iconic Canadian band Great Big C. He's also a recipient of the Order of Canada for his advocacy for people living with mental health and addiction issues. And uh, without further ado, I would like to welcome Sean McCann to Muskoka Morning. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Grant, and good morning, Muskoka. First of all, uh, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're, uh, I know you're very busy, so it's a, truly a pleasure to have an opportunity to uh, to chat with you and uh, talk about your upcoming show at the Canvas Brewery. Now, you're no, uh, you're no stranger to Muskoka. I believe that you were, uh, you were at the Algonquin Cafe uh, just before uh, COVID uh, kind of took place and kind of put everything on pause for all of us. So uh, we're looking forward to having you coming back to our uh, to our town here and performing at the uh, at the Huntsville at the Canvas Brewery, and it's a great space there. I think you're going to enjoy it, Sean. It's very intimate, and I think this is going to pair very nicely with uh, with the offerings that you are bringing, because um, I don't know about you. You know way better than I do, because you're the performer, but I would imagine at a smaller venue for an, art- for an artist, it's so much more intimate between you and the audience as far as, uh, you know what I mean, telling the, telling the stories, also kind of feeding off uh, each other's energy. Is that, uh, is that something that you would agree with? Absolutely. I mean, I uh, <clears throat> I have no desire to ever go back to playing hockey rinks again. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, I've been on a path for the last, my solo career for the last 10 years. I've found my uh, my voice in smaller rooms mm. because they are intimate and they are, there's a real energy and it's, it's up close. And I mean, even though we're up close, I feel like post-pandemic or in the pandemic where we're now evolving into live face-to-face, which is, it's time for that. Absolutely. I think these smaller venues are a good, safe way to evolve back into the normal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not twenty thousand people at a festival. It's right a hundred or two hundred people in a room that you and mostly people that you know. So I love these small rooms and these small towns because there's a real sense of community. Because literally, most people in the audience actually know each other. Exactly, and that that togetherness—that's something that the artist can really feed off. And there's a, there's an element of honesty too, right? You that you can't escape when you're when you're at a smaller venue and and being that intimate with the with the audience. I mean, it's just a. Uh, it's 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 so it's such a truthful and, and honest atmosphere that uh, you know it just leads to to great music. So uh, definitely definitely looking forward to this. Now I want to applaud you about something, and then maybe I'm overstepping, and if I am, then I apologize. But um, hats off to you, and congratulations on receiving the the Order of uh, Canada uh, just for having a voice um, um, for those who who are dealing with mental health and different types of addiction, because you know. You know this better than I do, but the more we talk about these things, the more we let people know that they're not alone. Um, it's huge. Absolutely, and you know, I didn't realize how how huge it was until I went down this path on my own. I've been in recovery for ten years, and the reason I've been able to stay sober was by just dealing with my own uh, my own personal past and my own truth. And uh, that was a difficult thing to do. It's a hard a hard thing to do. But uh, if you realize that you're not alone, and you're not, mm-hmm. then it's 
then it's a doable thing. So I've been an advocate of that approach. Uh, I don't belong to any particular program or anything. If anything, these shows are where I can exchange. I've, I've become vulnerable. I exchange uh, my truth and my energy with people, and they and they feed back. But uh, the big lesson I learned early on was that I was not alone, and that's what really saved my life and changed my life. And uh, so I, I, I kind of live that way now out in the open, and uh, a lot of people uh, are not as, I guess, extroverted as I am or, or was willing to be, but they, I think they benefit from, uh, from people like me being, being unafraid and fearless and going out ahead of them. And, you know, we wrote a book, myself and my wife, Andrea, wrote a book called One Good Reason at the beginning of the pandemic, and it talks a lot about our recovery journey together. And uh, there's one thing I've learned. You know, recovery is possible if we can be honest and open and we do realize we're not alone. Absolutely. And hats off to you for using your, uh, you know, your position with your celebrity, with your status, and, and you know, using your voice to benefit others. Which is Yeah, a- I, uh, I think, you know, I really believe there's music is, is, is strong medicine. It's a very healing uh, gift that we all that we all have access to, and, and uh, I'm grateful for. You know, I've lived my entire life in music, and uh, I really that's the other. If there's another message I would pass along is is that this is something that never does any harm, and and can often do a lot of good in, in bringing healing and peace to the world. And and you've taken, I mean, you've taken the opportunity, uh, you know, with your touring and stuff, just to uh, to sharing your stories with uh, with basically everyone, frontline workers, uh, teachers, students. You, you've uh, patients within hospitals, uh, inmates, uh, veterans that have served our country, and because all of these people, every walk of life, at some point, is 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 you know affected by by addiction or or by different forms of abuse. So uh, good for you for sharing your uh, your stories about it. And as you mentioned, just letting people know that, hey, this is a doable thing. And, you know, you're not alone. There's so many people that, you know, are in the same uh, position. Now, you grew up with uh, music was a part of your childhood, obviously. I've done a little bit of reading about you, and it was uh, that was a part of your everyday within your home, uh, Irish music, the, the roots music. Is that, a, is that a fair assumption? Yeah, I come from Newfoundland, a little small place, and uh, we were, I think it's because of the isolation of the island itself, we were uh, Newfoundlanders. There's a high quotient of entertainers that come from Newfoundland, mm-hmm. and I think it's just because we um, we really had very little uh, outlets for entertainment. So we learned <laughs> early on to, to entertain each other, and uh, the easiest way to do that was with a guitar or an accordion or a fiddle in the kitchen. And and and, and the songs were always right there. I'm I'm a seventh generation out of Ireland. Wow. Um, and those songs came with me. I mean, my family landed on the rock and. My, my parents still live in that spot, you know? Wow. So there's been a real word of mouth, uh, really organic passing down. So I think there's a cassette of me singing The Wild Colonial Boy, which is a, an Irish classic uh, uh, from when I was like two. Patty Murphy? Yeah. <laughs> I was singing that in kindergarten. Wow. Now, <laughs> yeah. this evening, if people are, uh, if people are fortunate enough uh, to, to be able to see you at the Canvas Brewery on March the 16th, um, I know the evening is going to be a very intimate evening, and uh, it's, you're going to be doing original music from your solo career. Are you going to, like, do you go down the path at all of any of the uh, the, the former Great Big Sea songs, or are you strictly um, doing your solo material? 
Yeah, I've made peace with my past. It's no longer a prison for me, and I've okay. I've, I've been able to acknowledge and accept the good that Great Big C did. Mm-hmm. It was the wrong place for me. We had our differences towards the end. I think bands really have a lifespan, and we probably stuck around a little too long, like some politicians in the world today. <laughs> well, you were <laughs> instrumental. You, 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 you were instrumental, though, in the writing of of a lot of the songs. Am I correct about that? Yeah, I mean, I sang eight songs a night, and yeah. Alan sang twelve, and we both wrote the hits. And yep. you know, we—I was a big part of it. I was—I was happy enough to step back from the frontman position. Alan was born for that; he loves that. Mm-hmm. And I'm less of a—I'm more of a—I'm an extroverted introvert, I guess. <laughs> I was more focused on the art, artistic end of it, the uh, the writing and the, the music of it. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to, you know, I guess I've learned to. To become vulnerable and 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 let that and expose that inner nature and uh, it's it's very empowering. And as far as like coming to Huntsville, like this particular weekend, this week of shows I'm going to do, Great Big C started on St. Patrick's Day. It's actually March 11th. St. Patrick's Day in Newfoundland goes on for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason we came into existence, the opportunity we took advantage of, was St. Patrick's Day because we all knew these same songs. Mm-hmm because they existed in our families. And um, for, for me, like, it was a really hard time for me to make peace with St. Patrick's Day because it's such a, a drinky day, you know? It's, it's, um, alcohol is a big part of Newfoundland culture and Irish culture. Mm-hmm. But I've come to accept that, you know, I really like those songs. The, the, the melodies that came out of Ireland and, and the songs that Great Big Sea contributed were, be- were, were powerful and uplifting. And I want to focus... I'm in a position here now. I expose myself. I make myself vulnerable on this week, especially mm-hmm. as an alcoholic. But I believe that the music is more important than the drink, <laughs> and I believe it still deserves a place at that table. Absolutely, and it can do some real good. So my motto this year is to come out and sing some Irish songs to me, but skip the hangover the next day. Absolutely. That works for me. Now listen, Sean, um, someone who has never had the opportunity to to see you perform as a solo artist, what do you hope they're going to take away from uh, from having the, the pleasure uh, to, to be able to enjoy one of your uh, intimate solo shows? What do you hope they might take away at, at the end of the evening? Well, I hope they walk out with a song in their hearts and, and, uh, and some peace of mind in their head, but you know, I just, we have a lot of fun on stage. I really, you know, I found myself, my true self there uh, with my guitar, old Brown, and my Boron. <laughs> and, you know, I, my goal is to bring people together, especially now. I know we're all a bit nervous. I know we're all a bit, you know, shell-shocked, for lack of a better word, after this entire ordeal. It's, it's a very sensitive time, and I, I think that music can play a real part here. And I really, my goal has always been to get out there. If I can affect just one person's life, it's worth the drive, you know? Absolutely. And it's always, I'm always trying to have an impact. And music is the, is my weapon of choice. And it's, I swing for the fences every night. <laughs> you know, I'm not dialing it in ever. I'm not, I'm not taking it easy. I'm not chained to a set list. I'm going to be there to respond. And every audience is different. And uh, I'm there for Huntsville on March 16th. 
Excellent. And I will remind the listeners that, yes, March the 16th at the Canvas Brewery. Tickets are available at HuntsvilleFestival.ca. Also, if you can't make it to that show, I will just let you know uh, really quickly that uh, Sean will be in uh, Aurelia, also in uh, London, Ontario, in Oshawa, and in Peterborough as well. For more information, you can simply just go to Sean mccannsings.com to get all the information and uh, I want to thank you uh, so much for your time this morning Sean I know you're busy and uh, I promise you that Huntsville will uh, welcome you with uh, open arms I love Huntsville it's a small town just like where I came from and I miss you very much and uh, let's do this let's get together and feel all right. March 16th at the Canvas Brewery. Tickets available at www.huntsvillefestival.ca. The Shantyman Sings for the Saint, a celebration of Irish music with uh, Sean McCann of Great Big Sea. I thank you so much for your time this morning, Sean. Thank you, Grant. Stay calm and shanty on, brother. All right. And here is uh, the gentleman himself with Rolling Sea on your Muskoka Morning, the Bay 88.7.